I'm Anne, and I'm an Erper. And I'm Casey. I have no idea what an Erper is, but I want in. Join us on Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast, as I introduce Casey to my favorite show and find out if she has what it takes to be an Erper. Okay, tell me if you can see my computer screen. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are you seeing? Palooza stuff. What is it? What do you? What does it say? What do you see? Herba Palooza, Winona Earp, U.S. Fan Convention, blah blah blah. Did you order passes? Did you order passes? <laughs> Did you order passes? What does it say on that second one right there? Ward. Deputy Marshal Pass. Did you order these? How did you order these? How did you get them? We got passes, baby. What is it? Noise. How did you get them? How did you get them? (laughs) Are you excited? How did you get them? Huh? Are you excited? (laughs) Yeah. How did you get them? Uh, Well, I we have. I've been. I didn't even get any. I've been, I signed up for the whatever, like, tell me if something is said. There was no said. So we have to give a huge shout out to Allison from Urpapalooza, who put me Shut in up. touch. She put me in touch no. with um, two people, Deborah and Yvette. So um, so anyway, I got in touch with Allison from Urpapalooza and said, you know, if anyone's selling tickets, let me know. And then she said, I just happen to have two people who need to sell their tickets. So it turns out Deborah and Yvette had upgraded their tickets and needed to resell these deputy ones. Um, So she put me in contact with them and the rest is history. So I got it like Monday and I (laughs) I wanted to surprise you. So it was like, how can I surprise you? Um, but I told them oh the, whole, God. the whole story, how it's it's going to be your first con, it's going to be my first con, and that we haven't seen each other in 12 years. Um, and so, you know, I was doing them a big favor by, you know, helping them get out of their other tickets. And then I was like, no, you're doing me a huge, like, it just worked out. The timing worked out perfectly. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be so fun i know so we're set so now we just need Thank a you. hotel when the hotel block opens up and okay. and get our butts there you're so, telling me how much i owe you so i can pay value uh, we'll take care of that later of oh, course. but yeah that's your ticket right there so anyway we're going to arpapalooza <gasps> I mean, so that'll happen. So that's good. I'm super excited. Like, (laughs) I I didn't think that we were going to go. No, it's you and me, kid. Don't worry. Okay. All right. I know. So now you have something. (laughs) Oh, that made my day. Totally. I was like, oh, I wanted to tell you yesterday. That's why I wanted to sneak on here. Like, I wanted to just do the thing like I just did where I was oh, like, and then I- look at the tickets. <laughs> That's fine. Well, I told the chat group, I'm like, don't say anything, but I got tickets. It's like, I want to surprise Casey. She's like, you'll have them by tonight so you can do it before you record. 
Oh, that's so nice. I know. Allison from Herbapalooza is good people. And thank you so that's much so again, cool. Deborah and Yvette. We'll see you thank all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll give you all a big hug at Herbapalooza 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. And it's going to be my first one too. So we'll be first yeah. together. E- you know, even with the ones that you've already signed up for? Yeah. This one comes first. Oh, wow. Yeah. The one in New Orleans was going to be first, but then this one just got rescheduled and it's before all the other ones. So, oh, okay. I it's going to be off the hook. I'm really excited. All right. So <laughs> we're going to have to go and dress up. We're going to have to go and cosplay. Okay, yeah, I have a night. There's a cosplay idea. I'm going to tell you in this one that I've been wanting. Are you serious? Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. So let's, let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. Hey, Casey. Man. Oh, we have to do it again. Yeah, do that part again. <laughs> it's episode 309. Called Und- Undo It. It's written by Brendan York, directed by April Mullen, and aired on September 14th, 2018. Yes. There this, we go. It's this, like it's our first day. I know. You know. Back to square one. Uh, just like Winona was a million times in this episode. Way to bring it back. Mm. You like that? Huh? All together. Yeah. Nice, nice job. Yeah. I have a, a lot of feels about this episode, which when I started writing my notes, I just went directly into my feels, which I won't say because it, I just needed to get them out. It was more of a venting process and there's a lot of spoilers in it, but, <clears throat> and it felt good being able to text you. Thank you for allowing that to happen as I was watching this. I wish life allowed us to record like immediately after you watch, because when you text me rants like that, it is the funniest thing. I I was literally like, what in all of God's, why am I doing this? I'm done. No, I don't want, mm -mm, nope, this is too much. It's too much. I'm done with this one. This one was like a Groundhog Day episode. It was a total- total mind frog just like yeah it was and um i liked the idea of going you know her having to do this over and over and over again like that is just like that movie groundhog like i groundhog's day like with um bill murray Mm -hmm. i enjoy that movie i like the this i this premise but when it became when i realized it was her dying each time I'm like, that's too much. Yeah, it gets to Mm -hmm. be absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. So what? uh, Yeah, let all the feels out when we get to those scenes. Let let me know. Just unhash it. Do you want me to start? Huh? You want me to start? If you want, otherwise I will. Go for it. Well, we're in for the first scene and I'm immediately completely blushing and it's ridiculous. It's the hottest scene. I don't know why just sounds alone. Oh, yeah. Because we grew up in that era where it was just, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know, but just the sounds or just reading it on a piece of in a book or off of a screen like that. I don't need all, all the rest necessarily, like just the sounds, just them talking and whatever. I was like, oh my God, this is uncomfortable. And I'm very glad this wasn't our live watch with Kevin because that would have been horrible. 
Because uh, I was like, what the fuck? What is happening inside the yeah. homestead right now? And all you can hear is Hot and Waverly like moaning and pleading and, you know, all these things. And then my dirty brain went right freaking there. Well, but, they're saying, come on, baby, we need more yeah, lube. I'm no, cl- no, 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 yeah. don't stop. Keep going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know, but there are people out there probably who are like, well, maybe they're talking about, you know, um, whipping some eggs. Who knows? Like, who I don't knows? smoke and I felt like I needed a cigarette in a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but they weren't doing the nasty. They were just trying to pull off Bullshar's ring off of Waverly and, and Hot makes a comment like, oh, um, either it's too small. It's it like got smaller or you chubbed up. And the way that Waverly looked at her was like, fuck you, dude. I know she I immediately was up. like, oh, mm. yeah, <laughs> I'm going to. Um, but like and then Waverly talks about how she's actually fine with it, keeping keeping it on. It feels fine. She's not freaking out about it or anything. But Hot's like, yeah, fuck that. No, like you, the came off of a arm off of a chopped off arm off of a demon. Um, and we can't get rid of it. So Waverly tells Hot that, okay, well, let's try one more time. Let's go get the bolt cutter out of the barn. And um, Hot kind of looks at Waverly and she's like, yeah, out of the B&E toolkit that I wasn't supposed to tell you about. And immediately then I again went to B&E. What is that? Some sort of like bondage? Bondage and exercise? I have no clue. So I had to Google it to figure it out that it was breaking, breaking and entering <laughs> because I'm an idiot. Um, and before hot leaves for the barn, she, she gets in one more doozy and she said, don't touch anything. And then they, and then um, Waverly's like, not even you. And she goes, no, when we get this thing off, then we get off. I was like, God, they're saucy, saucy today. today. I know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, like Waverly's kind of to the point where she's like, I don't know, it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. We can just keep this ring on. And Hot's like, yeah, but all these horrible things happened and it turned up in my biscuits. And, you know, what if it hurts one of our friends or, and then, you know, mm-hmm. it's like she's about to say, or you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Waverly's like, all right, let's, you know, let's get the bolt. Yeah, let's cut it off. Did you eat? I, I was thinking about that big ring and I'm thinking to myself, if I had that on my hand, that big ring, even how pretty, what, what, I don't care if it felt fine. It doesn't matter. The fact that I wouldn't be able to take it off would yeah. drive me clinically insane. Yeah. We talked it about it in the totally last was. episode. I have that no, later that, in my notes. That too. was a stuck ring. That was like, oh, that just was a big ring in small. general. Just like a big clunky thing that I couldn't get off. Like, I would be like, oh, man, no, 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 no. Not like, oh, my God, I have to panic and get this off. Like, not like it's cutting off your circulation or anything like that. But, yeah, I just. Uh, well, I have I'm the like, stubbiest fingers in general. So it's like you. that would take up half of my hand. Totally. Yeah, exactly. That's like when I get fake nails put on and I'm like 20 minutes after it's done, I'm like, he's got to come off. I feel trapped <laughs> under these yeah. nails. I feel trapped. Yes. Thank you. That's how. Yes. Uh, the, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say about this part? Oh, and then Hot's like, yeah, or Waverly's like, yeah, but it also keeps coming back to us. Like Waverly's kind of like, yeah, you know, is there a reason what's going on? And Hot's like, yeah, but like someone could die. Like, let's keep this in a perspective. Right. Uh, and then we're in the barn and, uh, we see Wynona and Doc and they're like all huffy and puffy and sexed out. And Nicole knocks on the door yelling for Wynona 
And they both kind of yell back, go away, Occupado. The minibar is fully stocked. <laughs> and then Doc looks down at his willy and is like, decidedly not mini. Oh, I know. God. So dirty. And then um, Nicole's like, just let me in. And Winona says that, well, she better turn on incognito browsing uh, if she's going to do that because it is NSFW in here. And Nicole's all grossed out and it's like, I don't need to burn my eyes out. Like, no, I don't need to see this. And she wants to know what she's supposed to tell Waverly. Are they on again? Are they off again? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And Doc yells like, oh, we are on each other. Nicole's like, fine. <laughs> I'm just going to tell her you're drinking and fighting. <laughs> and as she walks away, we see Bolshar in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how she doesn't notice him there. He's behind her. I know, but wouldn't you just feel his presence? I, I thought that she was going to turn around and see him because mm-hmm. the way she stopped and she kind of looked over her, like looked to the side or whatever. And um, I thought for sure she's going to turn around and see him and then something's going to blow up. But when you saw Bullshire, what did you think? Mm, I don't know. Oh, I thought to myself, oh, that wasn't real. And something's, oh, something's yeah. fucked up. Like yeah. I thought. They were like rolling around together for real. Well, it seemed weird anyway, because they were like way too cuddly for the way they were talking and smiley and giggly. Yeah, it did seem weird, but I just was like, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe we finally just... get what we want. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Doc asks Wynona if she's forgiven him, because like the last time we saw them, like, you know. She's slapping him yeah. in the face, right? Um, yeah, not allowed back in the house. Yeah, it's a whole situation. And she's like, oh, you mean for the vamp thing? I'd say we kissed and made up uh, as long as that's all you've done. And he says that he would never do anything to betray her trust. And then um, she's like, oh, you're such a gentleman, except when you're not at my request. And um, they cuddle and Winona wants, to, she's like, let's just sleep and wake up together, which that's the part that I was like, this does not sound very winona right? Mm-hmm. Like she uses sex as like a coping mechanism. She doesn't usually come across as like the canoodly type. She's kind of like a, all right, let's go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, as they appear to fall asleep, the room is filled with Bolshar's people and he's there. And then he says, they're mine. And then we mm-hmm. see Doc and Winona sitting up in some kind of like weird trance. And dressed, and oh, yeah. like, yeah, they're dressed. They weren't there. It was all like something never happened. And all I could think about when they were rolling around in that goddamn hay was that there's going to be bugs in there, and they're going to go in your private parts. That's so stupid. <laughs> Why are you rolling on hay in a big icky woolly crunchy blanket? My <sighs> allergies would be. It would be so ridiculous. insane. I mean, and you'd be coughing. It's it'd be. Have you? Has anybody ever been in real hay? It's not cute. I had to move giant bales of hay at work the other day. Uh-huh. It was the itchiest. Yeah. I was itching the rest of the day. It's like moving fiberglass. Insulation. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like glitter. Okay. <laughs> it's everywhere for the rest of the day. So my question after that scene was like, okay, then really, did they do it? Did right. they? Who knows? Who I don't knows? know. Because they were dressed and they're all like um, tranced out. And I called those guys that surrounded them welder, creepy welder guys, because they had those welder masks on. Yeah, that's a good one. And it, from here, we just don't get a lot of answers, do we? From here on out? No. More questions than answers. Exactly. So the next scene then we're um, now 
at the police station and Waverly and hot are there with a jeweler and he's real creepy. And he's talking about the ring and how it's kind of like this masculine ring on this girl. And you don't see that very often and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, whatever. And they're like, just listen, Hey, we're, you know, um, ready to get this off her finger. Just chop it off with a saw or not chop it off, but cut it off with a saw. And he starts off, he starts up the um, saw and Waverly kind of gets freaky and she's like, oh my God. And um, Hot's like, oh, she just has a um, PTSD or something like that from losing appendages. Um, But really before that, she even gets out that whole explanation, he goes, oh, from ovulating, Uh, yeah like gross waverly Um, says it in like the funniest way and with the funniest face where she's like dude no yeah face is just like dude what the fuck um so then the jeweler tries to get it off the with the saw and he can't get through the metal and so he's looking at the ring even more closely and he knows that the word on it is paradise and he questions like where they got it and stuff and hot's like oh um gram granny or nana hot she said brought it over on the boat smuggled it up her petticoat um and then she gets a call over her radio saying that there's a disturbance on concussion road 10 is that oh. what they said? Concussion Road 10? I didn't even pay attention to that. I'd have to go back. Really? I was like... Is that the address of the what? Gardner Mansion? Yeah. Concussion... Well, on Concussion Road 10. And I'm yep. like, are they just saying... I'm it like jotting a- this down. Concussion. Yeah. And um, so they leave hot and... Was that an airplane? Co- oh, no. That was my pen. No, no, there wasn't. It was your pen going. Oh, at your house? You said that as I like circled the thing I just wrote down, and I could hear my pen go like. Oh. <laughs> um. So the Jew, they're leaving to go to Concussion Road Ten, and if it if it's not if it's not this is hilarious when you keep it like it and her if you want to send any mail to the gardner house it's just addressed to gardner mansion concussion road 10 (laughs) purgatory pennsylvania 22970 (laughs) um so he the jeweler's calling after him that um he already has a buyer for it and then a dude walks up in the background was that charlie Mm, no I don't believe so. I don't know. I'd have to pull it up because I didn't. Yeah, it was Charlie. I think I don't know why he was hanging out there, but he had a clipboard and he was going to talk to the jeweler. (laughs) And um, he uh, also in this scene, I never knew I have. Okay. Uh Oh, this is going to be. I have big fears about the whole cutting off jewelry process uh-huh. um i didn't understand it i didn't understand how that they would use a saw in order to cut off rings and when i saw this i realized that there's a guide and a safety i um, did too <laughs> there's like a little hooky thing underneath idea. i was i always was like i've never seen a close-up of the machine me neither me neither do you oh, feel so a little better about it now one. yeah mm-hmm I do. The show has like helped you with a fear. I mean, I just don't put rings on my fingers, so I don't have to <laughs> freaking freak out like I'm 
Oh my God. Now my feels stuck at taking mine off. Just talking about it makes mine feel too tight right now. Yeah. I literally See? just took it off. Um, well, in the summer, like it gets swollen and stuff. But um, yeah, the chubs. guy, yeah, because like I chubbed up in the summer. <laughs> um, but yeah, the guy's just like weird and drooling over the ring the whole time. Yeah. Um, and and Nicole just like hates this ring. Like she's just like, get this fucking ring off. Mm-hmm. it's just so funny to think like she hates the ring so much and then uh waverly thought she was proposing and nicole's like i hate this fucking ring like why would i is, propose is, with this is ring? it on that finger too i don't i, I do know. have it because i don't know how him. it goes no i don't know how it goes like back you know how the camera flips or whatever yeah you know i'd what have I mean? to go back and look i've never really paid attention to which finger it was on i think it, i want to say it's on her right hand Mm. you're gonna make me look aren't you because i'm not gonna no. stand it oh i can do it in a second you don't even know i have this at my disposal at all times oh, okay. in my life it's on my phone um what else did i want to say about this scene and yeah and then the guy can also read that it says paradise which didn't they have to um, they had to look it up in a dictionary because yeah, it was in it a different says, language exactly but now he mm. can just read it like no big deal um and it wasn't until that point where I realized something ain't right with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not okay. Something, right. something a little fishy about this mm-hmm. guy. Um, undo it. Let's see what episode we're here. Might as well look up Concussion Road too. Then, if you're there, just scroll through it. Okay, hang on. Let me see. Wait, my fingers again. Hey, it's your hand. Is it on her middle finger? It's on her left hand. It is? Okay. Let's just see how many times it can. I want to say it's her middle finger. Oh. Oh. Hang on. I think it's her middle finger. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, I think. Oh, you want me to get to concussion road 10 now? Yeah, be- you might as well. Okay, yeah. Go barn scene. Barnstein, Barnstein. Well, and that's why I thought maybe Hot didn't like it. I mean, obviously she didn't like it. Go ahead. She didn't like it because, you know, it's the ring. But then I thought, oh, maybe she doesn't like it too because it's on the wedding finger. Wedding finger. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's a good, that's a better angle. Yeah, it came right over on the boat, smuggled right up Granny Hot's petticoats. God, their faces crack me up. No, it's her middle finger. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, it's concession road ten. <laughs> Dang it. Concession. concession. I thought it was concussion. Let's just stick with concussion. That's a way better story. <laughs> I think there's a real missed opportunity there. Well, concession still is lame. Well, not as I mean, yeah, right, exactly. I, I love when you just call the writing of Winona Earp lame. No, not like that. Like you're dealing with the na- no. <laughs> I'm oh my kidding. God, cut that out. No, Emily's coming for you. Oh, I'm gonna get my tickets taken away. Uh huh. Um. So then we're at a scene where Winona and Doc are just strolling through the snowy woods, and mm-hmm. Doc's drinking a mug of I don't know something. It could be whiskey. It could be hot cocoa. I don't know. But it's in like I don't know an Eddie Bauer mug or something, or like a Cabela's mug. I don't know. It's very unlike them um mm-hmm. and they're arm in arm and it's all just very nice and in my head i'm like this is just not normal 
This is not quippy. Everything was not normal about it. The way that it was like a painting, the way the, you know, it was just the way that they were cuddling and walking together. And then it also seemed like they were walking in circles, which right away I was like, "Mm, I'm right. I'm right. And then Winona does start to question just mildly, like, what are we doing? Aren't we supposed to be doing something? I don't know, something with tarot cards and Bolshar. What was he looking for again? Oh, the garden. And they're just both really calm. And Doc's talking about how they're going to head off old Bolshar at the pass, remember? And um, then they start talking about the status of their relationship. And, and Doc wants to know if they're okay. And Winona's like, well, there is the sucky, bitey, fangy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Doc's like, which I did for you. Um, and then Peacemaker kind of zaps Winona, kind of like right. he did in the sleepy thing that happened at the diner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like her, like, alarm clock or her like safety net or something mm-hmm. um and then why notice like something's wrong and she doesn't feel well she like mentions she doesn't feel well um and then there's this creepy music and the scene in the forest totally changes mm-hmm. and Winona realizes and she's like it's a trick it's Bolshar doc wake up and then his goons Bolshar's goons are like all around and mm-hmm. um they try to force the Bolshar ball down her throat. I couldn't tell what that was. I was like, was that one of those mini brain things? Mm-hmm. It was. And then she fights him off. But Doc is still sort of in like the haze thing. And he's not really, he's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting no. there, standing there. And then Winona confronts Bolshar and she tells him that he looks like cat barf. Um, and he's holding the tarot card and he's like, now, you know, you know that our fates are linked. Uh-huh. And um, he says that he's impressed that she's got the ability to resist his delusion. So now like we're she like, could snap out of it. That's what he means, right? Yeah. That like, it's not like she's only partially tricked right now. Yeah. Um, and then um, she says that she built up a tolerance of hallucinogens when she dated the tree planter. Um, <laughs> It's like, okay. And then Bolshar says that perhaps he needs to up his game. And then he puffs that stuff again. (sighs) And then Doc and Winona fall down. And the next thing we see, Winona wakes up on the floor of what seems to be the basement at Shorty's. And Mm -hmm. she's yelling for Doc and Bolshar, who are nowhere to be found. And um, and then she says, it could be worse. Usually when you wake up in a strange room, you got to spend the whole day at a walk-in clinic. I was like, what? god (laughs) and this is where like i don't think i've watched this episode well i know i haven't watched this episode in a really long time and i think i Mm -hmm. might have only seen it two times prior to doing it for this episode Uh and i was watching it at work the other day when i was when it was lunch and i was so confused and instead of just like skipping ahead while i was doing my notes I yeah. stayed confused and took to Twitter and I needed all kinds of help to get my head around About this. what? Okay. So I couldn't figure the room out and it, I should have just kept watching because it all becomes more clear, but I was just like, yeah. she goes up. So she's supposed to be in the basement of shorties, right? Mm-hmm. She has to go upstairs to get mm-hmm. out of the basement. And then when she opens mm-hmm. the door, she has to go downstairs to get to the main floor. Mm-hmm. Which was just fucking with my mind so bad because I'm like, <laughs> why? This is like some Escher drawing or something. Like it wasn't uh-huh. making any sense that you would go upstairs. Well, it's obviously to go needs- down. <laughs> well, I know, but this is where my mind got. Like I got myself so fucked up in the head because I was like, this doesn't make any sense, and I should have just pushed play and kept going. I don't I understand like, why. Yeah, why did it like? 
cause this much of a issue I know I was like you. am I not understanding architecture have I never paid attention to this room before like why would she like I I don't apparently I was just high or something that, I don't know I could not yeah, make any sense of this concerns me that you were that <laughs> concerned about the stairs I'm like thinking to myself right away I was like oh that's fucked up huh okay anyway yeah well and then it was this <laughs> I got myself in this whole pull the thread situation where I was like this doesn't make sense that she would have to she's in the basement she would go upstairs and she'd be on the main floor not like you open the door, but you were really upstairs and have to go downstairs. But I mean, dude, she just got, she just got stuff. It doesn't, none of it makes none sense. None of it makes sense. And that's where I landed. And- exactly. It was all supposed to be a mind fog. Like just, <laughs> it was fucked up. It was. Um, so then she does, she makes it to the main floor of shorties and she's like, at least there's booze and bam, she's shot through the chest with an arrow. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Well then that's, we're done. Also, did you notice um, the pool table behind her, how the pool balls were arranged? No. They're arranged in the shape of the cult of Bolshar. Fuck, really? Yeah. It's fucked up. I'm going to have to go look. Okay. Okay, sure. I'm pretty sure they weren't your standard triangle. It's like in the shape of something we've seen before. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Um, And then she falls to the ground and she wakes up in the basement again. And then when she goes to stand up, she sees this like projection of Doc on, <laughs> on some crates and he can hear her, um, but like she can see him, but I don't think he can see her. And no. uh, she explains that she dies, but then she's back and she's back in Shorty's basement. And um, she she asks where he is and he's like, nowhere good. Right. And he doesn't know how he got there. And he says he can barely move. He's nearly paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And she tells him not to panic and she'll explain everything once she finds him. And then she leaves to go do that. And like, you can see how Doc is like, he's calm, but he's really scared. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his eyes. Yeah, his eyes. And he's just got that like, that weird thing he does where he's just like, almost like holding his breath. Right. Right. Um, And then she makes her way to the main floor again. And this time she's like immediately like looking for trouble, holding up both middle fingers, like, okay, I'm on to you. Um, Mm -hmm. And the music in the scene is like so stressful. It's like strings and heartbeats. Uh Uh It's just like panicky. Um, And then an arrow goes by and it misses her and she gets all cocky and she's like, haha, miss me dickhead. And then bam, Another one gets her. And then she's like, there's yep. always more dickheads. And then she's back in the basement again. Um, and then when she leaves, we just like, we see her appear again and again. We just see like this loop where it's like, she leaves, come back, leaves, come back. Oh, um, God. And then um, Doc asks if she's okay. And this is the part I didn't really realize. She says that like, she can feel the injuries each time. Yeah. She's like, she said something about it going in her eye and that's smarts. Yeah. She's like, that hurts. And I'm like, oh my God, not only is she like getting killed and having to like restart every time, but she like, every time it happens, she feels the actual injury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And then Doc says that, you know, it may be the point of the game that pain is the end game. And he's just like so calm this whole time and I'm like emotionally there for her and just like trying to talk her through this. But he's got to be so scared because he's afraid of tight spaces like he hates tight spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she says, great pep talk, but I'm like metal. The more you hit me, the stronger it gets. And I'm shiny as dense. And then she's like, holy crap, I did learn stuff in high school. And then we see her go up the stairs to try again. 
I thought when they showed him on the boxes, the first time that we saw his face on the crates. Yeah. I thought he was actually the crate. That he turned into a crate. <laughs> I know. Until his face like moves to a different spot. It's like, what is going on? I was here? like, how the fuck did Bullshire do that? How is he going to be a crate? <laughs> he can do anything. Oh my God. So how do I know to go to Concession Road? Concussion Road. Concussion Road. <laughs> <laughs> to the Gardner Mansion. And guess who is fucking there? Yo, Who's girl. That? Yo, girl, Mercedes. And she's trying to get into a lockbox with a hammer. And she said that it's her her gross brother, Tucker, changed the combo on it. And um, she wants to know also, like, why there's a bunch of bloody sheets and a bunch of sex toys on her bed. Like, she's just totally nonchalant about it. She's know, really it's worried just like, about getting in. Do you guys, do you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'd be like, what in God's green earth? Um, and then she's asking i thought it was hilarious that she was asking waverly and hot like they would know like oh it must well be. they did <laughs> yeah they did happen to know but they were some uninvited guests <laughs> yeah and mercedes is like yeah whatever squatter's got a squad and mercedes has been she says she's been all over the world trying to get surgeries to fix her shit and um that she's a, a mutant in constant pain and then she asks Hot and Waverly if they're just going to stand there like a couple of dildos or are they going to help her? So Hot doesn't want to waste a bullet, but she shoots the lock off of the lockbox. And Mercedes now has her has her wads of money. Um, and then they see a shadow figure cross right. the window and they know that they have company. And that's where that leads it. But I really have a hard time not calling Mercedes a lazy lady. She's not a lacy lady anymore. She's I know. Mercedes again. She's back to Mercedes 1.0. Lacy ladies. <laughs> no, Mercedes 1.0. <laughs> well, Danny said she calls uh, Widow Mercedes Mercedes 2.0. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, she That's said funny. that in like the last con. Um, so the, a couple of funny parts I liked about this scene, uh, I mean, in, in addition to everything you said, but she talks about how there's a woman in Venezuela that is Mui underground hashtag facial reconstruction. <laughs> she said a hashtag, just she like you hashtag. like hashtag facial reconstruction. Um, <laughs> and then the part where she says, you know, are you just going to stand around here like a couple of dildos? I think I want that to be my new favorite way to talk to people who are just standing around. I'm, I'm going to weave that into my daily life. Just to anybody? Well, and I work people- with I work with children, so it's probably going to go over really well. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, yeah. Charlie, Big why one. are you standing over there like a couple of dildos? Pick up the choice. They're for sure not going to take on. that home with them and then tell their mom. <laughs> mom, why are you standing there like a dildo? <laughs> um, Susie came home with a new word. It's dildo. And I'll be like, she must have learned that at home. I don't know. <laughs> The first time I ever told somebody that they're driving like a sausage, it my kids, you know, obviously heard it because I screamed it. But um, then they constantly tell people, why are you driving like a sausage? Mom, why are they driving like a sausage? I'm like, I don't think you should say that. I think um, douchebag was one of the first road rage rants <laughs> that my kids picked up being in a car with me. <laughs> and it like it went on for like a good week after that. 
just like, <laughs> and then it was like, what's a douchebag? And I'm like, actually, I don't even really know why it's an no. insult because like it's a ladies' feminine hygiene thing. So I really don't even know why it's an insult. <laughs> what is it? Is it what is it? Oh my God, we're not getting into douchebag conversation right now because I'm not even a hundred percent sure. And I, should I Google it? Yeah, just Google it. Okay. I get I'm gonna guess. Hey, what Google, what's a douchebag? <laughs> Here's the definition of douchebag. Oh. A small syringe for douching the vagina, especially oh. as a contraceptive measure. Oh. What? what? Okay. I think to flush out stuff. But um definition number two is an a no Here's no the definition of number two. <laughs> Infernal. <laughs> second in command. No, stop. Go back to the douchebag definition. Google. Here's a she she's really doing it. It's, it's number two said a douchebag is a slant insult for an obnoxious entitled jerk. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, so I mean, definition number two has turned into that. But how did it get there? I don't know. Um, and you it. can't. I don't, let, can we just say one? Where did you learn your sex ed? Why? What are we talking about right now? You can't. That's not a form of contraception. Like Google said it was. I didn't say it maybe was. Maybe they thought it was in the 1700s. Oh, my God. My I'm God, gay. I don't that... even have to worry about these things. But Why do I need to know about them? You have a daughter. I don't want to know. She can learn <laughs> it at school. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So then we're at the shorties nightmare. And Winona has just reset. And she's pissed. And she makes a bunch of hash marks on the post. And this is like how we see how many times she's like reset. Right. And then she mm-hmm. storms off to try again. And now we see doc's face and it's on the boiler. And then she returns saying acid. Really? Um, so it seems like the game is already changing. Like it's not, it's not just arrows coming at her. It's just anytime she leaves, who knows what's going to come at her and kill her. Oh, that's so stressful. Right? You don't even know how you're going to, you know, you're going to die probably, but you don't even know what's coming at you this time. And then Doc tells her to just stop and think, to count her cards and be methodical because he's a professional poker player, right? He's like, mm-hmm. you have to be strategic about this. Uh, she says it's not really her brand and she stomps off again. So she doesn't listen to him. And we finally get, um, a scene of where doc is and it appears that he's under some floorboards underground with dirt around him and just like slivers of daylight peeking through the floorboards. What did you think when you saw that? What I thought when I saw this was about the part where doc said that when his mom was dying, <gasps> yep, he would crawl under the, yep. the floor. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking not only does he hate tight spaces, but mm-hmm. like, how is this not totally making like, that's the reason he said he doesn't like confined spaces is because that's mm-hmm. where he was when his mom died. So it's like, Bolshar had to know that, right? And right. Like, yeah. Ultimate torture for him. Oh, God. The more I thought about it, I'm like, Jesus, to be covered, buried alive. I know anyone. I can't think about it. Right. Buried alive <laughs> cool. and like in this PTSD moment where it's like mm-hmm. similar to other than the buried alive part where you were when your mom was dying. Which takes me back to an, the et cetera um, episode that I was listening to today about our, our worst fears. fears. Yep. And how one of yours is dying in an unusual place, like behind the refrigerator in the garage. And then immediately thought of Doc underneath the floorboards getting buried alive. Like, who's going to know he's there? It's like the telltale heart. Yes. 
And you don't know until something mm-hmm. smells really, really bad. And then mm-hmm. you investigate and it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yep. Too late. Remind me to tell you that story about the guy who went, um, who went cave exploring and then got stuck in a cave. But anyway, um, so then we're back at the Gardner mansion and the jeweler walks in who Mercedes happens to know as Derek. And he is like, Could really... they have said Derek any more times in that. Yeah, he, they said it a lot. Yeah. Um, but he, t- he really wants that ring. Like really, really wants that ring. And Mercedes, um, the, the girls question her, like, what the fuck, you know him? And she's like, yeah, I know him. He, I pawned everything to him, but he makes it very well known that he really wants the ring and he has to have it. And uh, it's like all goes, Lord of the Ringsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose what. <laughs> and he literally says, spoiler alert, Derek is demoned. Um, he proves that by putting his hands on Mercedes and says that his fingers can cut diamonds and kind of like shocking her or something. I don't yeah, know exactly. I didn't what's remember that on. from the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. And then he um, pulls out, uh, I couldn't think of what this fucking thing, like a hedge clipper mm-hmm. or gardening clipper gardening yeah trimmer and and um it appears that he wants to cut off waverly's finger but instead hot shoots him and then he gets real pissy and then he puts his hands on hot um and is hurting her because you know he has that special magic and waverly um he tells waverly that she just better cut it off or he's gonna kill ginger one and two and waverly taunts him with the ring but then the ring, like, I don't know if she puts her hand on his face or the ring, like, sucked it to it. Su- yeah, right. And his, like, face burns the fuck up. Like, it totally melts his face and and, yeah. and burns him up because he's a revenant and, you know, whatever. She says, but- bitch, you just brought sparks to an Erpferno. I miss that. Yeah. And she, she says the hand thing. Yeah. She's like, bitch, you just brought sparks to an herbferno. And that's when she did like the thing and his face, like she grabbed his face or he sucked into her face or. And Mercedes says something about like, why does it always have to be the face? (laughs) Isn't she? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Face, why is it always the face? And (laughs) Nicole and Waverly are both just standing there like, what the fuck just happened? Just happened. Yeah. Uh Yeah, because Uh she didn't Uh know. It's not like it's not like she knew that that was going to happen. Right. That's why I couldn't tell if she did that or the ring like was in control pulled into. Yeah. In control. Thank you. (laughs) Then we're, we're at shorties and Winona resets. And this time she's like looking a bit slower and tired. Right. And then she's getting worn down and then she puts another hash mark on the wall and now doc's face is on the posts and she asks uh, if that's popcorn on his face because she could just die for some, but hopes that she really doesn't die from eating too much delicious popcorn. Like, <laughs> if you could just, just kill me, maybe you could do it a little more pleasantly next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, you know, she needs a new plan and that she has zero plan. Uh, Doc's like, you need to rest. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, not trying used to be my MO and that I've, that she's changed. Um. And she's like, I just, I don't, she doesn't understand what she's doing wrong. And then she finally equates the whole situation to what the revs must be going through where like, you know, they get shot and then like, it just keeps restarting every time there's a new pair if they, if if they don't get them all. Mm -hmm. And then she says that it sucks donkey schlong. And then she's like, donkey Kong. 
And then that's where she makes the realization that this is very similar to a video game where like you learn a little bit more each time you're killed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. If I want to defeat Bowser, like I got to do this. No, I think that's mm-hmm. Mario Brothers, isn't it? That's not Donkey Kong. Yeah. I think that's just Donkey. <laughs> if you want to defeat Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, no, it was a gorilla, a Godzilla. What was in Donkey Kong? He threw barrels at donkey. you, right? He's a donkey. Oh, no, wait, no, he's not a donkey. donkey. <laughs> it's like a big gorilla, a gorilla at the top. <laughs> Why is Donkey Kong? Why is it even called Donkey Kong? I didn't even put that together. Why is it called Donkey? There's not a donkey in Donkey Kong. Why did I always think his name was It was just donkey. like a little guy going upstairs with barrels getting thrown at him, right? That is the fun. Why is, is it blown. Are we high? Know. Why do we do this? Um, so anyway, so like it's like where you learn a little bit each time, and then you know, there's definitely a way to to beat the video game. Mm-hmm. And then her ass starts sizzling, and she's like, My ass is hot. And Doc's like, Well, if you're <laughs> looking for validation, I will not disagree. Um, and now basically the game is turned into the floor is hot lava, right? <laughs> And she's just like, got it. She's like jumping from the chair to the whatever. Uh, And then she jets out. And this time when she opens the door, she's at the homestead. Mm -hmm. And he, and doc asks her, where are you? She goes, I'm home. Home. Side note. Is there another movie that has, is there a movie movie that has this like scary things happen to them and they have to keep doing it and they get pat. Like, I feel like there's it. Yeah. There's Groundhog's day, but there's like a, really a thriller that was like this as well. I don't know. I don't watch those movies, but this sounds oh. like nightmares I've had before where I just keep doing the same oh, thing yeah. over yeah. and over again. It's a nightmare. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's like a yes. panic inducing episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're just like <gasps> holding your breath the whole time. And then you're yes. just frustrated because you're like, motherfucker. Well, those were your text messages. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> Not again. What? She's back? What? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was. It was panic inducing. Oh, my God. You hit the nail on the head. Um, so the next scene isn't one of my favorites, but I'll go over it. Full stars in the woods. And no, we're at the homestead. Yeah. There, she said she's home. Yeah. And he's on the fireplace this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I had for that one. Was there something after that? Oh, you're right. Cause uh, I combined the scene with this because it's oh. like really just like that. And then bam, she's with Bullshar. Yeah. Okay, go on. It was like Bullshar's in the woods. And, yeah. and we see Winona encased in um, a tangle of like branches. And yeah, she's like in the whatever. Bush. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like going on about how he wonders how Winona is going to handle all of this and how he will make her watch as the world burns and he enslaves humanity. She'll watch for all eternity and know it was all her fault. What a guilt trip, man. No shit. He's evil and I don't like him. It's like the worst mother-in-law in the world. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just like a guilt trippy mother-in-law. It'll oh. be all your fault. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh, luckily, I don't have one of those. <laughs> Good. Um. So now we're back at the homestead, and Doc's in the fireplace bricks, and is wondering what's wrong with Winona. Um. She's like, "No, I just hit my hip bone on the chair." And Doc mentions that the you know get some whiskey; it's going to numb your pain. So she does, and then they. That's when they realize 
that Doc is under the floor at the homestead. Yeah. And she's, well, she drinks the whiskey and she's mm-hmm. like, um, she's like, I don't know what that is, but it's not t- whiskey. And she says it tastes like bear piss. And she like stomps her foot. And that's when he's like, yeah, do that again. Do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then that's when she realizes as well that the, there's dirt on his face and it's been trickling on his face ever since the ordeal began. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's burying you alive. And doc then fesses up that he saw Bolshar in the grove of trees. And um, he threatened doc to make himself useful. And Winona asks like, how by helping him move? <laughs> no man in it. And Bolshar said that um, he would cleanse doc's soul. If doc convinced Winona to do his bidding. And I need you to clarify that. What does that mean? I believe this is okay. I think this goes back to that scene in the woods with Robin and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And remember when it wasn't clear at that time if Doc really saw Bolshar or not? Uh huh. When he was standing in that circle? Mm, no, not that time. Oh. When, like, um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Remember, okay, yes. you were like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Bolshar was really there. Yeah. But that was when Bolshar said, like, you know, he wanted, he didn't really say what he wanted. It was all very, like, cryptic and, like, he wanted Yeah, I know. To but do what does that bidding. mean, though? Like, do her, do his bidding. What does I, that mean? It, I don't know exactly, but it's like, you know, definitely he wants something to do with, like, Wynonna. He wants Doc to, to yeah. work for him. Right. Um, and, and, um, so then Winona's like, yeah, please tell me that you didn't do that, uh, with this drama queen and Doc's like, nah, I didn't, I didn't do that. Um, so then she leaves the whole, she's like, you know, I'm going to get you out of there. I'm going to go get a crowbar. And she goes over to, um, she walks out of the house, out of the house and she goes over a list of things that aren't happening okay there's no sudden t-rex attack there's no flaming hot hailstorm. there's nobody watched forcing me to watch golf <laughs> there, and that at that point i was like is she saying that to be funny or are those things that happened in the scenes we didn't see like are those <laughs> oh, yeah, ways maybe. she already died oh yes <laughs> you know what i mean somebody's forcing her to you die by being forced to watch golf maybe <sighs> if you're winona mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, yeah. And this is like, she gets that, that look on her face. Like she realizes the severity of the whole thing. Like, not only is it just frustrating that like, this just keeps playing over and over again, but now she's realizing that like, she's got to be running out of some sort of time. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's trickling, you know, it's, it's burying him alive. And then right. she's like, Oh fuck, I got to really get my head in the game. Right. Um, Another behind the scene thing that wasn't in the video we just watched, but uh, Tim talked about it in the podcast, ERP Top 5 for Freedom, um, in their episode titled The Man, the Myth, the Mustache. They talked with him and he, one of his favorite stories was how, you know, they like how he was in that scene and he just stayed there all day because it was easier than if he would have got up to go do other things in between takes, they would have had to reset him each time and like, rebury oh, yeah. him. And it just, the dirt. Yeah. It's just a pain in the ass for like all the other people involved. So he just laid there the whole time. Oh God. Um, and he, he said that Gunther, who's his mustache artist, it's the guy who does his makeup and is in charge of his mustache. <laughs> he <laughs> laid there in the dirt and kept him company all day. Oh yeah. Isn't that really? cute? Mm-hmm. That's sweet. <laughs> I wonder how he peed. I wondered that too. 
he didn't say. Maybe he just didn't drink a lot that day. Maybe it wasn't as long as we think. Maybe, yeah. That's or true. maybe he peed in an empty bottle. We don't know. <laughs> so, Laura, ask him on your next podcast. Catheterized. Now <laughs> <laughs> we're back at the Gardner Mansion. And Waverly, Nicole, and Mercedes are sitting down, and Waverly's talking through this ring situation, and Nicole looks very concerned. Um, and Waverly's saying how, you know, yeah, it was like the ring uh, in her hand had a mind of their own. And Nicole's like, uh, yeah, you face, uh, you melted demon Derek's face like Velveeta. And then Waverly's like, yeah, what if it face melts someone human? And Mercedes is like, everything you herbs touch is cursed as you are. Yeah. And uh, if that ring is Balshar's, you're screwed. And then um, she goes on to mention that, like, even the face snatching witches were afraid of him. And mm-hmm. that was the only thing they were afraid of was him. Um, Waverly goes on uh, to tell her that, you know, don't worry, Mercedes, you know, Winona ended the witches and Mercedes not relieved at all because she's like, my face still looks like a goddamn charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. It took me so long to learn how to say charcuterie. Charcuterie. Exactly. Charcuterie. 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 Charcuterie board. Um, anyway, uh, Waverly, bless her heart, places her hand on her face and says, you're still beautiful, Mercedes. And Mercedes accuses her of having an edible for breakfast because she's like, bitch, have you seen this charcuterie board face? Waverly sits <laughs> up and says she's going to take care of the ring the only way she knows how. And uh, she's just going to go cut her finger off. Oh my God. That's serious. Yeah. And Nicole's like, yeah, no more cutting off of hand bits. <laughs> and uh, the ring on her is maybe something very powerful at work. And then Mercedes is like, ah, listen, your sex life is either about to get really great or very, very bad girl, put a mid on it. And she <laughs> hands her this Niagara Falls oven mitt. And this is the cosplay I want. I oh. just want Bolshar's ring. I want a reproduction of Bolshar's ring. And uh-huh. I want the Niagara Falls oven mitt. Oven mitt? Yeah. Get on it, Urbers. Hit me up. If you can find Bolshar's ring, a reproduction on Etsy. But you're, you this have oven the, mitt. Okay, but then that's it? Yeah, that's it. They'll know who I am. Everyone will know what I'm doing. They'll know. Well, yeah, of course they'll know. It's the laziest <laughs> cosplay, but I'm totally down for it. That's the <laughs> level of cosplay I can what do. What about the rest of your whole body? No, nope, I'm thing. just cosplaying as Waverly's hand. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's as much as I'll do. Oof. Oh. Anyway, with that, Mercedes jets and she's like, I got a face to catch. Good luck, girls. And, um, Nicole's like, if the demon magic is what's keeping it on, maybe that's what's needed to take it off. And we're really like, good point. I will work with Jeremy to get some answers. And then who happens to call? Speak Mm -hmm. of the veggie devil. Jeremy calls. Mm -hmm. She tells him that she wants to search the BBD archives for some ring removal hoodoo. I have never heard that word before. Some hoodoo. No. Voodoo. I know. Voodoo? It said hoodoo. Unless my captions are fucked up. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not really paying attention because it turns out Robin gave Jeremy access to the Parks and Rec Department surveillance footage. Oh, my surveillance. God. I, love that. I know, right? You could just look at everything. And he noticed something on the Eagle Cam. And it looks very bullshari. And he doesn't want to go check it out alone. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you for having some common freaking sense, Jerry. No shit. The first guy. The first right. guy. And um, yeah. So now we're, um, Winona is going, you know, she's passed away again, RIP. And, but she comes back to, and she's in the barn. And um, she's like, comes into Bobo. But like, Bobo's in there. And he, like, is, okay. I thought he was chained up, but apparently he wasn't because it seemed like that. Like he was going crazy, like he was on a chain. And then he comes, like, just at her but um this is, first, is this the first time we've seen bobo since mama was at the well yes okay he has the new for jacket does he yeah it's different hmm. um well he didn't have it in the well did he so he had to get a new one i don't recall he's got a good uh fur dealer um anyway so she's in the barn Bobo's there. So, yeah, Bobo comes running towards her and she points Peacemaker at him and asks him to remind her to send Mama a thank you for letting him out of the well. Like, you fucking asshole. Let me, why are you here? You shouldn't even be here. Thanks a lot, Mama. Um, But then she shoots him and then she is back in the house and um, they start over and over and over again. And she's realizing that there's more dirt on doc and he's actually like coughing and stuff now. Mm-hmm. And Winona's like, man, there's a lot of dirt on you. I've only been gone for two minutes. How much, how did this happen? And he goes many, many times. And then she looks down and there's like a ton of hash marks on the ground. So she's obviously been gone at two minute increments, but like a million times. Um, so she, you know, just kept going back and killing Bobo again and again. And Doc's like, for fuck's sake, just like try something else. This isn't working. And so she decides to put Peacemaker down and she's not going to take it this time because, you know, what's the worst that can happen? She can die and then just come back to the homestead. So she did. She put it down and then she went back out. Mm-hmm. And then we see uh, the Scooby gang in the woods and it's Jeremy, Nicole and Waverly. And they're talking about like what the cameras picked up. And he describes this overgrown mound of tree roots and um, they start talking about the staircase. And what if the staircase is the garden, uh, the entrance to the garden of Eden. And then uh, <laughs> Jeremy goes to high five Waverly and she's like, no hand of death. Remember? So he gives her <laughs> a supportive <laughs> elbow instead, which is what we do now in COVID times. Right. Like, don't touch mm-hmm. me. Um, but Nicole's scanning the forest and she's like, guys, speaking of death hand. And then we pan over to see this giant bush with a hand sticking out of it. And now that I say that, I hear how horrible that sounds. Oh my God. Yeah. That's good, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everybody but shows up for a bush party. Sticking out of it. Okay. But anyway, go on. <laughs> Everyone shows up for a bush party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we're back at the barn. Yeah, so we're back at the barn, and um, Winona decides that she's going to take a different approach with Bobo, and she doesn't have her gun, and she walks in, and she's like, listen, um, this isn't working. You and Constance and Juan Carlos, has they sealed Bullshar underground before. Something has to work. There has to be a way to meet, beat him, and Bobo talks some smack about uh, Constance and Juan Carlos and um, about them being dead, and he goes, and so is the old Bobo. And as much as Winona obviously doesn't want to ask him for help, she does. And she says, Robert, please, I need your help. And that sets him off. 
he takes a like a stabby thing. I sickle. thought it was a sickle, but yeah. okay. Um, and at the same time, she cuts this or she chops well, karate chops like this wood thing in half. Um, and yeah, it's like a garden tool and she breaks yeah, it over her knee. That's true. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, so he stabs her, and at that very same time, she takes half of that um garden tool and smashes it into his side. Um, and she's like laying there and he's laying there and she's bleeding out and she's like pleading for help. Like, you know, my family and you know, all this and that. And, um, Boba was like, yeah, no, Bolshar won. And it's not going to end. Why, you know what? It's not going to end. And Winona's like, we can't give up. And then Bobo says, that's what he did. And so will she. And so will she. Yeah. Like they're, they're laying there and the scene, you can see like the blood pooling, the blood. like getting bigger around mm-hmm. her head and they're holding hands and she's, oh, d- damn it, really? yeah, they're holding hands and she's like, you know, me, Bobo, you know, my family, my mother let you out. You Willa, love you loved her. Waverly's your angel. Remember you saved her. We can fight Bobo. And he's like, his resolve is gone. Mm-hmm. Bobo mm-hmm. gave up. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Uh, it's like she actually asked him for help and he's like, no, I quit. No. Like yeah. She doesn't ask for help. Right. Like whole- she very, very rarely. I mean, I don't, has she ever before? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like this whole, like, not only is it just mundane and it's like over and over again, but it just gets like sadder and sadder every time yes. too. You're just like, I'm getting exhausted. She's uh-huh. getting exhausted. Uh-huh. Um. And then we're back at the woods and Nicole's wondering if an animal made the stick bushy thing. And Jeremy's like, damn, (laughs) Waverly says, I think it's actually called the lodge. And Jeremy says, well, you're the beaver expert. So whatever it is, we need to rip it up. (laughs) And then Nicole throws a hatchet to Jeremy and he's shocked that she carries hatchets in her backpack. And she's like, this is purgatory, Jeremy. I carry a lot of shit in my backpack. And this is the reason Nicole Hot is my character to be stranded on a desert island with. Oh, because she's always prepared. With she's that backpack. always prepared. And I couldn't tell mm-hmm. you the answer because of this backpack scene that we had. I thought to just yet. because you thought she was hot. And then that's well, why there's that reason, be- too. I don't <laughs> okay. know if that's number one or number two, <laughs> but the backpack and that reason. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. And then Waverly recognizes the hand as Bobo's hand. Um which I would definitely like those game shows you see where people's hands sticking out of boxes and you have to like figure out whose hand. I would know that's Bobo's hand. What game show? You've never seen that? a show like that? I think um, it's been on like no. I don't know, comedy shows or something where it's like you have to pick your partner's hand out of all these hands sticking out of uh, an Wow. Area. Yeah. I okay. TV. Anyways, mm. I would know Bobo's hand. He's got the blue nails, he's got the rings. We know it's Bobo's hand. Yeah. And Jeremy freaks out and is like, death to Bobo. And they're like, no, no, no. And he's like, but he can move metal. And then Nicole says, well, then grab a pointy stick. And she chucks a stick at him. Mm. So Bobo's in the bush. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, And Winona's back on the floor in the house of the homestead. And she makes another freaking hashtag, man. And Doc's getting completely covered up. And Winona looks at Doc's face, which is now on the wall. Um, and she's kind of, isn't this a scene where she's sitting kind of in between his eyes yeah, on the wall and it was really emotional yeah. and, um, 
he looks, she looks at Doc's face on the wall and asks him if um, he's sure that this isn't hell. And he says, he knows what hell isn't. He knows that it's not hell because he was in hell and he was alone. And Winona said that she never gave up on him, even when it looked like it. And she wishes that he would never have given up on her. And he's kind of crying Mm -hmm. and saying that he would never give up on her or their daughter. Never. And he asks Winona, just could you please make one last attempt? But, you know, I understand if I'm not worthy of it. And she's, she goes, it would be so much easier if you weren't, if you were not worthy of the final attempt. Yeah. Oh God. It was a, it was a hard scene. Yeah. Hmm. yeah and then yeah she picks her up self up off the floor again and then we exhausted exhausted and then we cut to the woods um and the scooby gang has freed bobo from the beaver dam and then we see bobo wake up in the barn and um he when he wakes up he tells them that well he wakes up in the barn but then we also see him with them at the bush right like um and then he's like, he's got them. Bolshar has Doc. He's got Winona. And Nicole's like, no, they're in the barn having sex. And Waverly's like, uh, you told me they were having a fight. Yeah. And then Bobo <laughs> goes on to say that, no, Bolshar's in their minds. He's everywhere. These are his groves, his trees. He wants revenge. He's just like, it makes sense to us because we've seen it. But like to them, he's just talking smack, right? Like, yeah, he's they weird. He's, he's totally out of his mind. Yeah. And when they pan back from that scene, I swear the first time I saw it, I swear I saw eyeballs in those trees. Like they were the murder trees. Mm. But then I don't, when I looked at it again, the second time I watched, I didn't see him that time. So I don't know. I must've just been. Had a bad edible. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so <laughs> so uh, Winona is then storming into the barn and she's saying, baby got back. And um, she's like, damn, that was a waste of an entrance because he's not in there. And she, she wants a do-over. So she grabs a crowbar and she walks out and Bullshar is fucking standing there with some like rando red door in the background. <laughs> I said it was a magical outhouse with a glowing door. Or that. <laughs> or that. <for> sure. <laughs> Don't and go then- in that magical outhouse, whatever you do. <laughs> Don't go in an outhouse, period. Um, and then he kind of makes her believe that that's the way out. So um, Winona still thinks that she doesn't have her gun, but it's there. And Bullshar is going on about how the weapon will be his. And Winona shoots Bullshar. She actually shoots him, but it does nothing. And he kind of just does this evil laugh. He's, he laughs and he he's like, I can't be shot. And um, he lets it slip that he also can't take peacemaker that he, that she's going to have to give it to him willingly. Um, and she says when she breaks this game up, she's going to take, take it and shove it up his ass and blow his guts out through his brains willingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He holds up the tarot card, which is the tower. And he mm-hmm. says the tower is the wet, or she says, Oh, the tower, the tower is, the, is weapon. the weapon. Like it's all coming mm-hmm. together. Right. And he, you know, explains that it prote- doesn't explain, but he's like, yeah, it protects the garden. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, he lets, lets his hand out. And, um, but she also realizes, or he laughs and says that um, only the revenants can die from her gun. Right. And then she's like, Oh yeah, you're OG demon classic. Yeah, like it's not going to touch him. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're back in the woods and Bobo's telling 
Waverly, how, how Bolshar found him and he blew his cloud of dust and it was like a waking dream. And he's explaining how he was everywhere and nowhere at the same time and how that's the same thing that's happening to Winona and that he was there forever uh, and that he killed Winona and she killed him. And Nicole's like, oh, shit, this can't be good. Um, And then while he's telling this, we see Winona pulling the floorboards out to get out Doc, whose Mm -hmm. nose is all that's sticking out at this point. Mm -hmm. Just (laughs) screaming his name. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Bobo says how Winona wanted to keep fighting Bolshar, but he was weak and broke. And Waverly's adamant here that, you know, Winona's not going to break. She's not going to give up. And Nicole's like, well, we must be getting close and we've got, I'm sure we're going in the right direction. You know, she's just trying to stay positive. Jeremy says they're close. He can feel them because he's got that magical he's spine. That, yeah. mm-hmm. And then he points in the other direction. And then while Jeremy and Nicole run that way, Waverly pushes Bobo against a tree and mm-hmm. he can sense that she has the ring because like the oven mitt is on. Uh-huh. So he can't see it. So he must sense it. And he says, your father's ring, you found it. Or wait, maybe it found you. Your father's ring. Your father's ring. Everyone's called it Bolshar's ring. And he called it your father's ring. I don't know what to think about this. It was upsetting because Bolshar better not be his goddamn dad. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. But now he's said that. So Bobo says a who lot knows? of things. I don't know. Wait a minute. What? No, no. Mm-mm. Never mind. Um, so Winona, you know, he she pulls Doc out of the dirt and she's saying how he's free and he's kind of catching his breath. And Winona um feels like she says, I feels like I haven't seen you in ages. Have you always had that mustache? And they giggle together, even in this like horrible moment. And Doc thanks Winona and she says that it's, it ain't nothing but a chicken wing. And Doc um, asks how she defeated Bobo. And she says she wants to say boobs, but she's so tired. <laughs> I want and- to say something funny like boobs, which I clearly just did, but I'm just too tired. Yeah, to do it. I'm so tired. And um, Winona actually thinks that, that Bobo is gone and Bolshar showed up with um, some sort of like Narnia door, she says. Um, and Winona asks Doc if she's if he's ready to go take the game to him. And they're like, yeah, let's do this. So they walk out the house and Doc is, you know, having some struggles, but he's there and getting through. And there's the door. And Winona calls for uh, squirrel nuts. I think like Bobo's or I mean, Bolshar's nickname. And then, uh, you know, Bolshar shows up and is like, you know, you're free to go. You won. And Winona's like, I'm not going to fall for this. This is fucking shit. This is a trick. And um, she then says that she really hurt Bolshar, but because he's she saw like a bullet hole in his coat yeah. or something. And um, she's he's like, uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Um, you you saw the cards. Our fates are intertwined. She shoots him again. And this time when she shoots him, he like falls into a billion pieces. And it was kind of wasn't it kind of like what happened with Mercedes? With the lacy ladies, sort of, when the bullet got them. Yeah, and it was also kind of like um, when the when they were at the truck at the cliff, and oh like yes, Doc yes, was yes, diving yes. for him, and he would like oh sh- yes, almost like he turns yes, into yes, birds yes, yes. or something. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, um, and 
So she shoots him again and he falls into a billion pieces and they walk like arm in arm through the door and they wind up in the barn and they're totally thinking they did it. They won. Bolshar's gone um, because this is where Bolshar uh, blew that stuff at them. Um, Oh, and Winona's laughing. She's like, oh, we weren't having a role in the hay. That would make no sense. And and Doc's like, yeah, okay, I guess, no, whatever. Um, but she does mention that she's still pissed that she's that he sold his soul to stupid, sexy Kate. But they did it. Bolshar's dead. Um, and then she thinks she hears Nicole at the door and opens it, only to wake up at the fucking beginning again. Of the whole fucking game. Mm-hmm. And she's freaking out. She's like, fuck. You can just see it on her face. And she's just defeated and she's crying and she's literally crawling up the stairs. She, she can, she's like, I have to keep moving forward, but she's got nothing left. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she opens the door and she's in the front yard of the homestead with Bolshar. And he's like, you can't kill me. I can keep this up forever. And she says, she's just getting warmed up, which clearly she's not. Right. Um, he says, there's, there's no victory, only surrender. And she's like, yeah, that's not in my vocabulary. And he just laughs at her and is like, oh, you're so much fun. And you're all alone. He's just taunting her, right? And um, Mm -hmm. she's standing next to three graves and her hands are dirty. And she's like, did you you make me dig these? And he nods. And she's like, you know, she won't give up. Waverly won't give up. And the the graves that we see are Doc's, Waverly's, Xavier's, Jeremy's, and Nicole's. So it's like- these are the graves of all of her friends, right? And she's Everyone. Like, yeah. She's like, Waverly will come for me and we'll beat you together. Um, and then we see this slow motion of Jeremy, Waverly, and Nicole running through the woods looking for them. And Bolshar says, an infinity could pass before anyone even knows you're missing. Um, we all die alone, Miss Earp. A lonely death is coming for you very soon. And she's just like broken at this point. And mm-hmm. she says she doesn't want to die alone. And he's like, don't you want to be with them before it all comes to an end? And she's like, well, were they lonely? And he's like, no, they were abandoned. And she's Mm -hmm. like, was it me? Um, And she's like, do you want to punish them? And she's like, no, I want to save them. Oh, God. It's so sad. It's so sad. And then the crew, they find the stairs. Mm -hmm. They're really there. And they, they, like, verify that, yep, these are physical stairs, and it was so bizarre because all of a sudden Hot's like, it's paradise. And it was, she was going to walk up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like something came over her, which I thought was really crazy. And there was fog um, coming off the stairs. Yep, of course, there's fucking fog always. Um, and then, but Waverly then sees the beaver lodges and they go running toward them. Mm-hmm. So then... Um, this is when Winona realizes that Bolshar needs the tower to get into the garden. And it, it just like hits her. Peacemaker is the fucking tower. Mm-hmm. Bolshar's like, I got shit up. my, I got stuff up my sleeve. You don't need, you know, if you need more incentive, like to give her a peacemaker. And Winona thinks that then she can hear Doc and Waverly. Like she's hearing their voices from the graves. Um, well, from the graves. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're buried alive or something like that. Um, but it's actually Waverly yelling as she's trying to dismantle the lodge. Mm-hmm. And um, but, you know, Winona again thinks that she's buried alive and she needs to save them. So she is like, I love them. You know, I 
you can just tell the pain that she's going through. Um, and she asks Bolshar, do you promise to save them if, you know, I give you peacemaker? And um, he says, yeah, I'll let them go. I'll, I'll do it. But then the trio, they get Doc and Winona uncovered. Well, she, well she's like undigging the graves with her hands. Yeah. Like, she's right. that she's, desperate, right? Right. Yeah. And then um, when she says, will you let them go? He's like, I keep my word just as I keep my curses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the trio gets to Doc and Winona and they un- uncover them and um, they kind of come to. And um, Doc looks over at Winona. Like he looks at her, like he knows, like, what the fuck did you do? And why Nona can't even look at him. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's just totally out of it and spent and empty. And um, she says, he says, say you didn't say you didn't give up Wyatt's gun. And mm-hmm. she couldn't look at him anymore. Right. And right before, right before the scene in the woods, like the last thing Winona's saying is, I'm sorry, but I love you. Like <sighs> that's where she gave up the gun. Right. Mm. Um, and then we're at the homestead and we've got this, you know, this nice herb sister moment in front of the fireplace and Winona's holding the tower card and, um, they're just kind of rehashing everything that happened. And it's like this sweet, like back together kind of moment, even though, you know, who knows what's coming next. Um, Waverly's like, you know, maybe Bolshar cheated. And she says, he doesn't care about the curse. Um, or she says, yeah, he doesn't care about the curse. He beat her. He needs the tower to get into the garden. And now, now he's got it. They no longer have anything to beat him with. Um, they really have like no leverage. And Waverly's like, but we have us. And Winona says, an almost alcoholic MILF, an unreliable vampire, an underfunded sheriff. At least you're still pretty great. Um, and at least things can't get worse. <laughs> Winona. Winoverly. Uh, Waverly shows her that this ring is stuck to her finger. And she, you know, she's just about to tell her that Bobo said that it's her father's ring. Yeah. Uh, which we know is Bolshar's. Um, but she doesn't, right? And she then tells her that when this ring was on her hand, she melted a demon face and she can't control it. And then when I was like, okay, you're right. That's worse. Um, <laughs> she says, well, we know where he, Waverly is like, well, we know where he is. We know where he's going. Let's take the fight to him. Let's take it to the stairs. And when was like, what stairs? Like, she never yeah. saw the stairs. Never saw. Never saw it. And she says, um, maybe they can only be seen by the righteous, by those who are good. Like she doubts herself, right? Yep. Like I'm not mm-hmm. even good enough. All you guys saw it, but not me. Mm-hmm. And then Waverly says, you're not just good. You're my sister, Winona. And then they laugh about how like ridiculous this whole situation is about how I'm, you know, she's an angel and she can't even get this ring off. And now she might have to wear a Niagara Falls oven mitt forever because all it does <laughs> is hurt people. <laughs> oh, Cut to Mercedes. She's in the mirror. She removes the bandages from her face and her face is perfect. She said, Mercedes Gardner is back, suckers. And then she said, Waverly Earp, you sweet little lesbian. You did it. You healed me. What? What the fuck? (gasps) Oh, wait. What? Is that okay? Because when you were talking about um, her having the bandages on her face and then uh, Waverly says, well, you're, you're beautiful or whatever. And she 
awkwardly touches her face. Like it's a super weird Like touch. a caress. Yeah, it was like bizarre, but not really like touching or something. It was just weird. The whole the whole touch thing was weird. Did is that when she healed her? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Why? How? How does Mercedes know that? I think she's just putting two and two together. Did Mercedes know that that was going to happen? Well, Mercedes didn't go anywhere. Like Mercedes is like, I didn't leave my house. I didn't go to the Venezuela hashtag facial reconstruction lady yet. But she, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. She's just putting two and two together. Like, okay, I went to bed. My face was a shark cootery board. I woke up. What's the, <laughs> I just said it wrong. I'm <laughs> <laughs> In my head from TikTok, there was like someone who did an actual shark. Oh, it was like a shark cutting board. And they were oh, like, it's a shark cutie board. And no, I just thought that funny. was funny. Um, no, but so she's like, oh my God. Like maybe she felt like her face felt different. And that's why she looked in the mirror and like unbandaged it. I don't know. But then the way she said it, though, I was like, wait a second. Is she evil again? Because I can't do another evil Mercedes. <laughs> Mercedes 9.0. Yeah, no, I can't. Can she just be normal for a hot second or just Mercedes for a hot second? Because yeah, she's like, Mercedes is back, suckers. Mercedes like, is back. Danny kind is back. Back again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, Mercedes was there when she saw like the bad thing the ring could do. So she's just probably putting two and two together that like this is like the only what? explanation okay. could be is this <sighs> ring and waverly waverly touched her face Waverly heals people like if she didn't have an ear maybe she would put her hand on somebody's ear and an ear would grow back like she's jesus also i guess my whole um my whole thing about doc and winona being adam and eve i mean adam and eve <laughs> wait, wait adam and eve is that right? Yeah. Was wrong. Why? Because they were Adam and Eve. How do we know? Look, it's, game's not over yet. Oh, that's true. I suppose not. Can you put your camera back on? Oh, yeah. Do we have enough bandwidth to survive it now? A storm has passed. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I so there's still a chance. Could be. Hmm. like what is going on with this this ring and her hand like she didn't she didn't seem to know that that was going to happen to Derek and she even said like it was like it had a mind of its own mm-hmm. I don't think she meant to heal um I wanted to say Danny Mercedes I think it just like she well was no right exactly like, she didn't know like that's why it was so weird it's the way just she's a like- side effect of the whole situation but did Mercedes know, like, when Waverly touched her, that she was going to be healed? Like, she felt something? Like, I don't know. Be healed now. I don't know. Hmm. She could make a lot of money in one of those churches where it's like, I heal you. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know because Mercedes is the one who was like, "Girl, you got to cover that hand up." Like, what you put an oven mitt on it? Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just surprised that Mercedes is back. 
Aren't you happy? How does she get out of the hospital? How does she find her way out of the hospital? How does she she was released at some point with no face? Well, she has some face. It's just like jacked up. It just looks like she's got some bad burns. No, when she was in the hospital, like when she was in the hospital, the last time we saw her, she was like just completely bandaged. Right. Yeah. So how did she leave? She didn't have any eye, like she couldn't see. We don't know. Maybe she had like some skin grafts. I mean, some time has passed. Waverly said they missed her. So it's been a bit. We don't know how long. Okay. It's purgatory. Chill out. Where mm-hmm. do you think what's happening next? Where do we go from here? Um, number one concern. Uh, well, okay. Ring. That's problematic or good. We don't know. Or both. Waverly's dad is Bolshar. We don't know. We need to call Maury Povich. Get a paternity test. Did Bolshar like um, kill Waverly's dad? No, Bolshar's going to have to be Waverly's dad. Why does Bobo know everything? I don't know. He's like the queen. He's like Maurice in the neighborhood. Knows everything. Has binoculars. Got his finger on the pulse of everything. Um, Mm. So, yeah. So, ring is a situation. Uh, Peacemaker. Gone. Daddy gone. Right. It's like the show is pretty much over if there's no peacemaker. So, that has to make its way back to Waverly. So. I mean, why Nona? Um, It's not going to work for Bobo. I mean, it's not going to work for Bolshar. Is it? I don't know. Why does he, he need any, it? Maybe he doesn't have it. Maybe he thinks he needs it, but it doesn't have any powers when it's with him. Like maybe it's not going to work for whatever he needs it for. Because mm-hmm. it's just a regular old gun. If it's not in the herb, and if it's not in the air, the hair, the airs. <laughs> not in the know, hair. In the hair's hands. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. This episode was hard. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite. Not my favorite either. I did enjoy much more going back mm-hmm. um, because knowing how everything else plays out, this mm-hmm. put some things in place for me that maybe weren't clear before. Mm. Okay. I get all make uh, going back watching things now. A lot of stuff makes a little bit more sense. I see. Okay. But yeah, no, it was never one of my favorites, but I did enjoy it much more this time. But yeah, it also um, ends like just at the fireplace where we're like, anything could happen now. Like, yeah, left it wide open. Anything could happen. We don't know where we could have a costume party at the next episode. We don't know. No. We could um, be at a trailer be, party I mean, eating mac and anything. cheese with kimchi. We don't know. I'm just making up random Where things. Where does this come up? Where does this come up? So my brain works. So yeah. And that's episode 10. Why does Kevin want to be in episode 10? Yeah, I think I wasn't this episode because I would have been really embarrassed. <laughs> Why? Because there's so much sex talk. Oh, well, what makes you think episode 10 doesn't have a bunch of sex in it? I hope not. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, you want to hear an email? Oh, no. All right. We have an email from Peggy on our website. 
Hey, y'all. Great job with the season three recap so far. I look forward to listening each week, especially especially since (laughs) you're almost finished with the season. And I'm wondering if you have a list of panels for Casey to watch after 312, since the cast did so many during the three to four, the hiatus between season three and four. I'm sure you can take to the tweeters for a top five recommendation or something. At the very least, I hope you make Casey watch the season four trailer once you get there. It's a real banger. Later, Gators, Peggy. P.S. You're into P.S. Casey. Your intuition about certain things has been crazy good for this season. P.P.S. Anne. Remind me never to play poker with you. <laughs> That's a great idea, though. Um, when we're done with three, mm-hmm. before we watch season four, I'll mm-hmm. have you watch the trailer. Because what happened when we got the trailer for season four, mm-hmm. it's like they send out this, you know, the cinematic trailer. And it's like less than two minutes long and it's just a mashup of all the different stuff that's going to happen out of context mm-hmm. and i remember you got it right we literally you slowed watched it, it down yeah. watching it frame mm-hmm. by frame and we i was on other people's podcasts analyzing it like yeah a oh, yeah, two minute right. thing we turned into like a two-hour episode mm-hmm. um so yeah so I'll, I'll have you do that so you can be like what the what does she mean panels like pan- when at the cons or whatever yeah a lot of those are on youtube but you haven't been able to like go oh yeah um, but now would be a good time for me to share some of the panels with you because when we're done with um season three there's like a big break like they haven't really been on panels since season four because of covid well, I don't want, I can't watch anything. No, now. I'll have to show it to you. Um, we have two DMs too I can share with you. This one is from Summer Scott. I just what wanted to see. DM? Uh, in Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but you don't see it because it comes to the mm-hmm. regular one. Uh, this is from Summer Scott in our DMs. I just wanted to say how much I love the podcast. Mm-hmm. I did my first full watch last month. And after getting all the way through, I had become full erper with no one else to share it with. That's when I Uh-oh. found you guys. I love reliving it through Casey and all of Anne's Easter eggs. I finished all of your episodes last week and I am a proud red mint Woo-hoo, represent. Oh, yay. Thank you for being my erp community. Also, I know y'all found a crime scene tech to have at your disposal, but I'm a 911 <laughs> operator and I am also at your service if you ever That's need everything. questions answered. Summer. We just want to know all the stories. What is the funniest call? The weirdest call? What was the one that was like, what the fuck? What one freaked you out? Like what made you really scared? I want to know it all. I expect a DM with each each one of those topics covered. It doesn't have to be in the same DM. You can send you can send multiple ones, but I'd like to hear it. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, just like Casey just wants any time you have a weird story to just put it in our DMs summer. Yeah, it doesn't have to be current. You don't have to use names. It could be something historical. Yeah. Like from how long have you been doing it? Um, for a hot second, I it, actually I did apply to do that. Did you? I got through the first interview, like the first, you have to do the testing and all this stuff, mm-hmm. got through that, and then I chickened the fuck out. I toured the the 911 dispatch when I did my CERT training, like the mm-hmm. community emergency response team thing. I didn't realize they sleep there. 
Oh, we don't at ours. They do here. Or they don't at ours. It's like a whole shift thing, like a fire station kind of situation. And there's like, really, yeah, there's like this big command center. It's, it's swanky. Ours, you know, for my little county here, it's not swanky, but it was still interesting. I don't know that I could do it. I think it'd be too stressful for me. Also, um, I wouldn't be able to right. multitask and do other things during that time, <laughs> I don't think. Right. Like then the job I ended up getting, I'm like, that's heavy. Thank God I didn't get that 911 job. <laughs> I would be and I'm in horrible it. with directions. So I'd be like, um, oh. hmm. Okay. <laughs> so pretend you're driving to Costco. <laughs> Go that way and then turn right before you get to the Hardee's. <laughs> and then I would want to know everything that happened. So I'd have to track like, call down, me back when like, you're done and tell me if the old yes. lady was okay. <laughs> Call me back. Call me back and tell me if Vera made it or if she text me something. I need to need closure for this. Every single thing I need closure for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did they name the baby? Just tell the baby came in the car. Right. What did they name it? Was it slippery? Did they drop it? Did they catch it? Concerned. Right. What did they? Who's going to clean the car now? I need to know. Yeah. Who's going to clean the fucking car? Is that a crime scene cleanup? It's a biohazard. Or do you clean it yourself? Mm -hmm. Does insurance cover that? And is it your car insurance or your health insurance that covers that? (laughs) I don't know. We would have to know it all. There could not be just so nosy. It would. It can't be like thank you for calling nine. Well, do they even say thank you for calling? (laughs) Thank you for calling. (laughs) Hi and welcome back to nine one (laughs) one. What's your emergency? What's your emergency? First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> I just treat it like a radio show. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Enough about me. Did I tell you the story about one right. time I got stuck in a tree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just climbed back down. It was getting Can dark. You Can you just climb back it. down? Do we really need the fire department right now? <laughs> My oh, dad God. always says, "You got up there, you can get back down. <laughs> you can get down." Did you think about that before you called nine one one? I mean, come down the there. way you went <laughs> up. Retrace your steps. <laughs> yeah, I would not be able to. I would never be able to. I'd be obsessing nonstop. Yeah, there's a reason we didn't get those jobs. Yeah, when I worked at the funeral home, I'd have to know everything everything the funeral directors are like i don't know i'm like well you're gonna have to fucking find out what was their favorite color right what was it <laughs> right i mean did they have um like what would their room look like was it their flowers on was it purple how did they look were they smiling what um tell me everything how is their relationship with their parents <laughs> like i need to know <laughs> why why do we need to know i don't know We're doesn't so everybody weird. like this no People can just let shit go. They're not nosy like we are. I don't get. It. I don't. And think it's I don't nosy know why I need to know. I just. It's not nosy. You just need to know the whole story. I'm just like, like that what? about everything. That's why I have to Google everything. Like I just, I'm a curious person. I need to know things yeah. about everything. It's not a bad thing. I think that's what people like us safe to cope. <laughs> All right. Clearly, we have uh, questions for you, Summer. Just fire them off whenever you get them. We will just keep them to ourselves, maybe. We have another DM from Erper Nurse Jean. 
Y'all's podcast. I know. Here we go. Y'all's podcast really helped me get through a hellish few weeks at work. I'm a nurse and I sneak and listen when I'm catching up on charting. More often mm. than not, I end up laughing out loud. Y'all are the best. I agree, though. You can't do 11 shots. 11 shots at once. We could have. We could have. It was, we could, we're halfway, we're over we're around we're, it's I, not like we're getting in the car and driving away. We're well, home. So when you get a podcast the next day, and I don't edit it in time. Mm. Um, I did find like three new recipes today. For oh, did you? Yeah. Do we, have, of, do we still have to? We have a lot to catch up on. We have a lot to catch up on. Um, and I, uh, I was trying to find recipes that have stuff that I already have in my house because I don't have to just keep buying like something just for two ounces of something for mm-hmm. um, and some are in the blender like you add ice cream. Oh, yeah. I don't have one. You don't have a blender. Mm-mm, somebody got rid of it. Oh. Rhymes with. Lacey. <laughs> Widow Mercedes. Lacey ladies. <laughs> Mudwill. Yeah. Rhymes with Mudwill. <laughs> Bud Bill. (laughs) I was like, where the buck is the blender? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you talking in Cody Wacko? All right. Where can our listeners find us? They can find us on the Twitter. Can you tell them my face? Why you gotta warn me when you ask me that shit? (laughs) That's why I was just gonna keep going. Where can our listeners find us? Catherine. I'm telling you, no, you have to warn me when you're going to ask me that. I don't know. Casey, I'm going to ask you right now. Where can our listeners? You know what? I, okay. I, we do need to plug our Instagram because I always forget about Instagram. <laughs> incognito there. Um, thanks for listening to Why Not. You can find us on the Twitter at Why Not P. And you can find us online at whynot.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Why Not Podcast. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> they can find us there at Why Not Podcast. That's where yes, we do. Ma'am. We answer some questions sometimes. Those are fun. And um, we also do some lives there sometimes where we do some shots. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. People need to know that. Yeah. So you should follow us on the Instagram. 11 shots, nurse C. You know, shots, we could like hit the jackpot with that. A 911 operator and a nurse i mean that nurse has to have good stuff what section does she work in does she work in like a section with stories i'm sure every section has stories every section has stories oh god we should just have one whole episode for stories from healthcare and 911 operators and criminal like That's crime scene investigators podcast that- it is but we can do it on our what's that thing called etc patreon <laughs> We don't have a Patreon, but if I we don't did. think now's the time for you to produce a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of busy. Fine. All right. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Fucking piece of shit. Crap. Asshole. You <laughs> <laughs> heard that? <laughs> I heard that, but nothing else. Are you there? Yes.